0: Thanks for listening to Sex with Emily. On today's show, I'm giving you all the things you need to know about the penis. Because, hey, there's always more to discover. Plus, of course, answering your emails. Topics include penis parts from different directions to orally pleasing them. What you need to know. Is a parenting marriage ever a good idea? Mm, No, it's not. And here's why. Intense masturbation guilt. How to get past knowing your family heard you using your vibrator. This can be done. I promise. And are you really just a booty call or are you just paranoid? All this and more. Thanks for listening. You often ask me about new ways to connect with your partner and keep things super hot. Well, I've got the solution that will add adventure to your sex life in all the right ways. The Jive from WeVibe is the perfect way to experience discreet pleasure that you can wear alone or have a partner control. It's an insertable vibe that allows you to feel pleasure wherever and whenever. And when you pair it with the WeConnect app on your phone, you can cycle through the Jive's 10 vibration patterns. Wear it on your date night or running errands. Hey, there's no rules. It's also fun to build custom vibes so you experience different sensations or hand control over to your partner and let them surprise you whether they're across the table or across the country. And because it's from WeVibe, you know this thing is packing the power. To get your jive, visit sexwithemily.com slash WeVibe. That's my site, sexwithemily.com slash WeVibe today.
1: Look into his eyes. They're the eyes of a man obsessed by sex. Eyes that mock our sacred institutions.
0: You're listening to Sex with Emily. We're talking about sex, relationships, and everything in between. For more information, check out sexwithemily.com. We love when you comment and subscribe on iTunes or wherever you listen to the podcast. So many places now. Spotify, Google Play, iHeartRadio, all over the place. Another place you can listen is on SiriusXM Radio. Stars Channel 109. I am there weekdays, Monday through Friday, 5 to 7 p.m. Pacific. Oh, it's a good time. It's been so much fun i get to reach all of you and help you with sex and relationships you can call us there any night triple eight nine four seven eight two seven seven you can also get a free trial at sexfamily.com slash sxm social media we are everywhere at sexfamily. Cross across the board that's easy right okay guys enjoy the show so a few weeks ago two weeks ago we did a show called the clit notes mm-hmm. get it clitoris like notes. the clip notes? like clitoracy we wanted you guys to be clitorate clitorate And so tonight, in honor of Stake and Blowjob Day, day, which we understand is sexist, so we actually call it Oral Appreciation Day, Mm -hmm. it still inspired us to talk about a few things about the penis just to clear things up, maybe you didn't know, and we can just start here with the shaft.
2: Shaft. I'm just going to break it down. It literally just says shaft in <laughs> bold letters with an exclamation point. I,
0: I literally sat down to look at the show prop. I'm like, shaft! It says, shaft! So sexy. The shaft, do we all know what the shaft is? long. It's a primary part of your penis. You know what the shaft is, right? Hey,
1: why assume. are you looking
0: at me? I looked at Ken. The interior, yeah, Okay. So the shaft is the penis That it's that, the long part of the penis, the shaft. And there's like nerve endings there, not as much as everywhere else. When a man's aroused, the blood flow, the blood flows to the penis, flows through the penis. And that's how we get an erection. I hate to say this. I don't want to talk about size, but just in my notes here, you know, I've mentioned this, the average erect penis around five, six inches. Hmm? Not that anyone's measuring and no one, no one cares as much as you do about your penis, I promise. We're yeah. Cool we can't
2: it. we ballpark it anyways. We just look and we're like, oh, whatever. Unless it's too big. Yeah. Most of the time. Most of the
0: time it's too big. Like in our experiences, not in our li- I mean, not in our day-to-day life, but in people that you guys could call in. So uh, then we got erections. What else do we have? We got erections, just erections. So there's other Did you know that there are three types of erections that men can have? I did not know that. Exactly. So there's the reflexogenic. Erection, reflexogenic. It Sounds like a something you'd buy on the home shopping network or something. <laughs> sounds like a, a reflexogenic like, machine.
2: I don't think it sounds like a, like
0: reflexology. Something like that, but like it sounds like. A, but that is in, that's a type of erection, and that is caused by direct physical stimulation. Nerves in the penis communicate with the spinal cord, and then blood's released. It sounds like it's blood, not blood in a <laughs> like a gushy. Way. Blood's released without the man's body needing to check in with his brain. And it's a reflex. It's just a reflex that does not require, okay? We're talking about this is direct. Might not need mental stimulation. Might not require porn. Then we've got a psychogenic erection. And this comes from your mind, your Mm -hmm. psyche. So this is where stimuli, it could be a lot of different things, right? Like porn, you know, it could be porn, talking dirty, fantasizing. And they're caused by different different stimuli. So Mm -hmm. it's like the reflexogenic. Reflexogenic. Is by touching psychogenic by the brain, and it's possible that you okay. Oh, here's the third one. The third of all the erections. Now that you know, there's three nocturnal. Ooh. In the nighttime, they peak during REM sleep, two to three times a night. So while we are all sleeping, your erections are up all night. <laughs> I wonder if it's connected to people like I can't sleep. I can't sleep. My penis was up all night. It just.
1: I will tell you that it's like a it's, dick. It's, it's totally random.
2: <laughs> is it?
1: Yeah, it's the 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 worst is when your kids wake you up to go because they, they need something and you wake up and it's like oh shit.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, you don't forget that. You Ooh, wake up, mom. This is a fun fact. What? Uh, the average man has about eleven erections in a twenty four hour cycle. Yeah, so you guys are pretty busy. Yeah, that's a lot. Imagine, why'd you look at me? <laughs> well, you're the only penis in the room.
0: Yeah, we have other fake penises in here, but now we have a real penis. So
1: <laughs> I've, been called, fake. I've been called worse.
0: Um. And then there's the head, you guys. The head. Now we're getting interesting. I mean, that was interesting still. I thought. I was not that well, I I'm not interesting. <laughs> not <laughs> that the penis. The penis is interesting. It has its own, you know, holiday. Today. It's got
2: its own, yeah. No,
0: the <laughs> glands or the head. So this is the bulbous part of the penis. The protrusion at the very tip of the penis is called the glands. Also called the tip. The head. It's probably why they call it giving head.
2: Mm. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh. There you go. So that is the opening of the urethra. That's where the urine comes out. The semen comes out. And it is, okay, so this is true. It is the, the glands, so the head, the head is, is spade-like. And the reason why it has evolved like that, it was evolved for pleasure and for purpose. Mm. According to evolutionary anthropologists, and I've heard this many times, and I believe in sexual archaeologists, they would know. The reason why it is shaped spade-like because it was, it's the ideal shape for getting semen deposited to best fertilize an egg. Meaning, back caveman times, you were out and you came home and you wanted to make sure that your lady wasn't getting impregnated by the neighbor and so you'd have sex with her and you'd plunge her with your penis and to pull it was like a plunger. So you'd have, pet, you'd have sex with her and then you pull out the semen. Ow, my head. <laughs> pull, I literally am doing it. Pull out the semen pull out any ejaculate left by a previous mate so that's, that so the previous mate that she's sleeping with
1: it wouldn't be gonna get her this, pregnant so it's like that's a competition
0: why. thing it's a competition thing survival of the species with your head yeah they're pulling out the semen from the past plunging it that fast. sounds
1: crazy wow
0: that's cool you didn't know that
1: no oh i
0: thought we talked about this <laughs> no i guess not with you but yeah no that's a known <laughs> Goodness, thing do you guys know it's not a known thing I don't think very many people know that uh, no idea. I guess that's why I got my doctorate yeah, you know, well now I'm a doctor it out. I learned this in sex school <laughs> it's true maybe when I forget what I used to not know and you guys have to know the head of the penis I don't remember life before sex with Emily because I knew I guess just assume I knew nothing the head of the penis like most of you like I didn't know didn't know head of the penis are so you guys very sensitive more sensitive in the shaft and it's it like licking like touches like soft touches um, so that's the tip and then the foreskin that's the soft suede like skin that covers the glands that's like when people are uncircumcised Mm -hmm. so if you're you know america americans mostly are circumcised i believe different religions they are not but i think more men are uncircumcised and circumcised in this world yeah. yeah so here's the deal that if you you come across one or you're not sure about it, this is the thing. Um, yeah, okay, so circumcision is widely performed procedure. 37 to 39% of men around the world living without foreskin for re- religious and or cultural reasons. So anyway, how you use it, just make sure that it's hygienic. Like this is the only thing. There's like really nothing different. It could be more sensitive. Um, but just make sure that it's clean. Make sure you sure clean. If you have one, you probably know this. But it is, they can experience more sensitivity. The stimuli, Mm -hmm. and then we got to talk about the frenulum. Your new best friend. Your new best friend. The frenulum is your best friend. Now this is where the magic happens on the penis. It's kind of like the clitoris of the penis. So the the frenulum is found is a thin piece of tissue on the underside of the penis where the head meets the shaft, or the foreskin connects to the head to the to the penis to the shaft. It's very small but very highly erogenous zone and the most sensitive part of the penis. There's more nerves in it than the head and the shaft. Mm. And so, they've been found that this is what happens with those reflexogenic erections. This part is the penile brain, you know, even without the penile brain communication, the stimulation can lead to many many a happy men, many ejaculation. So, during blowjob, during touching it, like, pay attention, lick it, you know, use a vibrator against it, although that would probably go like a low vibe setting. And just like tickle it, know it's there, know it's precious, and maybe you masturbate, and you didn't know it had a name. You're like, oh yeah, I do like that spot. I didn't know why. And that's why it's your frenulum.
2: It's interesting, like you when you do touch that part on a on a partner on a penis, you can see it almost gets like harder for yeah. a second. It's whoop. like it's a
0: joke. Oh hey, welcome. <laughs> hey, <look at> you. <laughs> welcome to the party. Yeah. yeah, so glad you're here. Want a steak? <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> have a bite, and then scrotum and testicles, the balls. The balls are tricky. I get it. Like if you don't have them, but just you guys gotta know what they what they do. Some call it the nectar of life. That's where the semen originates. That's where it all happens. They snug around the scrotum, and they are just effectively the temperature is important for sperm production. You understand that, and I think it's important to say that when playing with them stimulating them. Just go, like, go light. Like, you're holding those, like, Benoit balls in your hand. They're very sensitive, as we all know. You can lick them. You can kind of suck them gently into your mouth. <laughs> <The whole laughs>
2: we life. talked about that a few weeks ago.
0: Um, And so, yeah, the testicles. Is there anything else you want to talk about here? So, okay, this is something... If I can call us, too, <laughs> I could go off on penis land forever.
2: Yeah, I mean, I just... know. I mean, like, that I've noticed is, like... This When the the balls When they go from Being kind of like Loose and hangy To like up and taut Yes That that happens when And they get... I heard that That's to get them Out of the way During sex Yes When they're, when you're erect They get They pull up Yeah They suck up Yes I think that's cool That is cool right Did you know that I mean I, I don't heard think that I like ever recently. Noticed. Yeah Like no I mean I Cause okay This is the thing We were talking about this Earlier in the show About how we feel like not all men, but some men like they don't really look at the vulva yes. when going down. I'm like, I mean, I guess it's hard not to look at it, like a penis, because right. it's so much more stark and in your face. Yeah, but, it's all up in your face. <laughs> it's all up in your. But purpose. it's like I notice all of the things. Yeah, uh, I like, you yeah, know, the balls so, too. Yeah, exactly.
0: Right, we pay attention. We so do because you're attention. looking at it. So everyone what?
1: I have to pay attention. I'd never even. I I have no idea. What oh, you want to pay attention to your balls? To my own. Oh, when that, I yeah, thought you that.
0: Yeah, 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 totally. Not to
1: somebody else's. So
2: no, no, no,
0: no. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's it. Safe set. What else we got to hear about the ball? What, did we say if you got the balls? It's important. Just take care of them. And please, them, find out your partner. Not everyone likes them touched. Thank you. Uh, perineum is also magical. I think that the perineum. we can talk about the prostate too. The prostate.
2: It's all similar.
1: It's all similar. But area. you guys, let me
0: tell you something. The prostate for men, men, gay, straight, whatever you're into for men. If you have a, you men have a prostate. And there's a lot of stimulation that can happen there. And it can feel amazing for many men. Uh, and they have not tested it. So maybe you want to try a finger. We've got a lot of great toys we talk about on the show. We, that we, you know, we love different butt plugs, fingers. Just try it if you haven't tried it. We've got a ton of stuff on our site, too, about that. And then the perineum. Mm. That's a sensitive spot between the scrotum and the anus, also called the taint. Taint or the this gooch. taint that. Uh, the dooch?
2: The gooch. Oh,
0: the gooch. I like the
2: gooch, yeah. It's from Jack, like I learned that from Jackass.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. gooch. It's a good one. I've heard that too. I didn't know that. that's where it originated. But whatever you call it, know that it has a lot of nerve endings and that's kind of the pathway to the prostate. So that's pretty cool. You can have indirect stimulation to the prostate by just pressing down on it or like pulling, like if you want on your own, if you just want to take a finger pad and like kind of two fingers or one just kind of press up on it, like kind of your flat of it just feel how that feels and the reason why that can't feel good is because it's indirectly stimulating the prostate and also it's a good like if you are with a penis to partner that's a great little thing if you're giving oral or hand up to kind of apply pressure there that can kind of provide a lot of excitement for a lot of people you can also um use a, a vibrator there like a light mm. vibe tickling ticker on the balls that feels good perineum yeah I think that's like a fun like if you haven't had done that to your partner and like oh they don't want butt stuff like try try the from women too
2: yeah it's a way to like sneak it yeah just see how it feels why not
0: if that feels good guess what it's gonna feel like if you do try your prostate stimulating that bad boy
1: you just let them let them know that you're you're if they're not used to that let them know you're not going for the anus but you're 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 doing that on purpose because it does set it does a text. feel good but send them a text first yeah. <laughs> with the laser pointer
2: all right (laughs) with the laser pointer the laser pointer is a great
0: idea so some other things for the penis that we find helpful penis rings cock rings aka cock rings so the pivot is one that we love from we vibe and i love this because so just so you know that if you want to last longer in bed you that's originally why we started hearing about cock rings years ago they were more like steel right yeah, you know, the ones they help make last longer, really constrictive. but then but they were constrictive, like blood flow. But these ones they have today, like the Pivot or the Verge or the Atom Plus by um, by Hot Octopus. These are really cool. Like they vibrate, they have vibrators in them. You put it around your penis, and it's great. Like for your for solo play, for a partner. Like if you're with a woman, she gets on top, bottom. Like it still stimulates her clitoris, and it feels really really good. We love those. If you haven't tried one, those are great couples toys to start with. An external massager. So that was the pit we yeah. Mm-hmm. The external massager is uh, I like the Jo Pen Pave Grace. It's like this beautiful little blue toy. It looks like it's like fits in the palm of your hand. Mm-hmm. Like a little pebble. Not a pebble, like a little rock. A skipping stone.
2: Yeah, that's yeah, like a skipping stone. Exactly. The grace is a cool
0: one. And then um we like the wish, because the wish the wish is a squishy toy. It looks like a little squishy ball i just love it it's like it looks like one of those stress balls but it's a vibrator it's amazing you can control it with the app which is awesome but it has less it's you know originally it's you know created all these toys you, you can use them in any way you want like i use the pivot the cock ring on my own mm-hmm. you know but the thing about the um the the wish is that it it's its vibrations are um not as intense like it extends throughout the whole the whole wish like the whole thing so for mm-hmm. for some in the vibrations you always want to keep it in a lower setting and this one already has a kind of vibration that would feel great for men, maybe not ejaculate as quickly if that's a thing. Do
2: you think that more or uh, not as many men can handle vibration just because they're not used to it or because it's like just their anatomy?
0: That's a really good question. I think it's the same reason why we like it. I think it's like, whoa, I've never felt it feels amazing. So I think that anytime we stimulate nerve endings, whether they're on a, a woman or a man, you you stimulate it's a, think about it, it's like why you like touch or tickle or massage I mean it's you haven't felt so yeah it could be like I've never felt it before that could be the first time but no I think it just feels amazing to be stimulated by something other than your hand or another person's hand or a body part and I think that a lot of men know, don't ever try that
1: it, d- it depends on what you're putting what you're vibrating against that's the that you know it's it's some sometime, sometimes sometimes you, you need it stronger because you because it's not as sensitive depending on where you're putting it
2: yeah,
0: like if you put it on the tip or the frenulum limb or on the perineum. They'll like go crazy. Ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some could.
1: Balls, definitely light.
0: Balls, you want to go really light perineum, on
1: Perineum, you can go hard.
0: So, yeah. And then lubes. Lubes. We love. We love Woo More Play. It's a really fun. It's like coconut love oil is what it is. And so it could be used for massage. It's great for hand jobs. No more dry hand jobs,
2: please. I was surprised I how understand. many people I actually, because learned... That I knew that had penises that were giving themselves dry hand jobs, and I was like, I mean, and I just was giving guys dry hand jobs, and I was like, hate hand jobs. And now it's like changed the whole, yeah. Uh, like every person I've introduced lube to, they're just like, w- how was I ever? What planet was I on? It's like we're going through the desert, desert, and they're like, here's some
0: lube. Like, whoa, yeah, you didn't know you were in the desert until you found lube. It's true. It's amazing. I don't understand how people don't use it all the time, every day, all day. Just make sure you always got enough lubrication there. It's cool. Uh, We love it. For hand jobs. For any job. (laughs) Literally any job. (laughs) Um, I don't know. Like, you need lube in your
2: car. You do. You You need lube. If something gets stuck in your mouth.
0: True. (laughs) Okay, so... Then we've got the male (laughs) masturbation sleeve. So these are the thing. These are fun. These are fun. These are great gifts. They're good gifts, stocking stuffers, (laughs) time in
2: Christmas. Well, it's it's stuffing something. But
0: if you've been thinking about (laughs) stuff this in your stocking stuffer, because we talk a lot about toys for women, but there are so many toys for penises as well. Like flashlight makes the quick shot, which is kind of a fun little like handjob helper. We Mm -hmm. call it like hamburger helper, but this is for your. Penis job makes it quick. The hot pulse, hot octopus pulse three solo. That's it. An- oh my god, that's I gave it to a boyfriend. He's like, didn't leave his house. It's the greatest thing for like two days. Ken likes it too. The best thing ever. What do you like about it? It's a, sl- it's it, a sleeve. So
1: I'm per- it's actually so I wouldn't call it a sleeve. It's a so okay. I personally don't in I don't like sleeves. I've just they seem like a really good idea until you're doing it for me at least. And that's, that's just me. But the, the hot octopus, it, it, it goes around like a, like a hot dog bun almost on the, on the bottom. And it, it has an oscillating pad that, pushes it it oscillates against your frenulum you don't have to you don't have to move it you can use it to stroke but you don't have to
0: oh it's hands-free it's hands-free it's totally
1: (laughs) hands-free if you if you if you 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 can you can kind of rest it on something or you can hold it but you don't have to there's no motion necessary at all wow you just it just you turn it on you and and you let it go and it's
0: it's okay because it's not really a vibrate it's an oscillate it's
1: it's like it's like it's like tapping on your frenulum really fast, and you can. It's, it's got multiple speeds. It's got multiple patterns, but it's um, it's Good. intense.
0: Hot octopus. Okay, pulse yeah, three fantastic. solo. We'll put this in the show. Everything we're talking about are in the show notes. If you go to sexfilmy.com,
2: it's so funny because even though there are so many toys designed for like vulvas and vaginas and everything, I'm still jealous of this pulse three. I you know. When you
0: should, <laughs> should be. Wait, when he started talking about it to oscillating, the first like I, I tried to a frenulum. What? I want a frenulum. I want to tap it. Oh, you were jealous of it for your vulva. I wanted a penis for a
2: minute. Well, yeah. I mean, we I think everyone wants to know what it feels like yes. for the other the yes. other yes. side.
0: Okay, and here's some more techniques to remember for the touching, the pleasing part of the penis. Now, remember this. There's a few basic pointers to keep in mind. Rhythm. You want to keep a rhythm going. Good hand technique is kind of like Kind of like playing an instrument, you know, like you know when you're in a good rhythm. So, you know, you want to use your hands to make sure that you're like going up and down and have a nice rhythm. Let's talk about pressure for a minute. If you just do like a feather soft touch or you actually blow on the penis, I don't know. People used to, I had heard a story about a friend who, was that you, Jamie, who blew on the penis? They thought a blowjob meant blowing.
2: Oh, that was not me, okay. but that I've is... I've heard that.
0: It's not blowing. It's not light feather touching. You want a firm grip, but not too firm. So so think about this. Like, think about mimicking, like, your real snugness. Like, when, when, when a penis is inside of you, for example. Like, it's just... It's that firm enough grip that you can move your hand safely up and down, but you're not causing the penis to turn purple. You're going to need to know how tight they might like it, too. <laughs> No purple penises. Remember the angle. Like, do you only stroke your guy, like, up towards the belly button and then you never go, like... To the other points, like, do you ever go down south? Do you ever go, like, to the west or to the east? Do you know what I'm saying? So, the angle changes sensation. So, some guys might just want you to keep going up, but some guys might want you to move it around and play with it, kind of like a joystick.
2: I get bored just going up and down, yeah. so I, have, I just do that naturally because I'm bored. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> and they're bored, too. If you're bored, they're bored. That's how I feel about doing the show. When I get bored, I move on. Mm -hmm. I mean, I never get bored. But you know what I mean? I think I know.
2: No, I can tell. It's time to change
0: the topic. (laughs) I can tell. So change your your hand positions and it's okay to ask and be like, does that feel good? How do you like this? So play with the angle and also wetness, you guys. Remember this. It can feel good to like tease, you know, if you've got like a soft penis around. But like if you want to like make it, you know, you just start licking it and playing with your hand. But once it gets hard, you want to make sure that you get some lube on there. I don't think anyone wants a dry hand job. Use a lot of lube. Silicone lube. We love Pure. P-J-U-R lube. Silicone lube. It's the best. And you just need a few drops. And also, we also like Uber lube. Whatever you like. It's great for the nightstand. Because here's the deal. Even if you like spit in your hands or use saliva, it's just it's just easier and it feels better. And I'm all ready for guys to start using lube when they masturbate.
2: Yeah. And... For the people out there, if you just want to put your mouth on it, silicone lube doesn't taste bad at all. Exactly, It does it, not have it, a taste. It does not. So you can put your mouth on it, use lube,
0: and just know that the magic happens, like we said, in the tip of the penis, mm-hmm. and you want to make sure you focus on the tip and the frenulum, and just listen. You can tell if your guy's really into it or not. You got to pay attention to it. So pay attention to his, like, moaning and his breathing and, like, you know, rather than what happens during sex sometimes, we forget to pay attention to what they're doing because we're so focused on our hand grip or our mouth grip. After a while, this is going to become more obvious to you. But if you're a beginner, you know, play with some lube and your hand motions and then pay attention to what your partner is doing. Some other ways to touch the penis. Basic grips. You can do the okay sign. Like that's the most natural grip. You just do the okay sign around the penis. Like it's kind of like touching your index or middle finger to the thumb and then you slip it around and you can travel and go up and down to his liking you can also do like a sausage wrap where you're enclosing this is from sadie allison's book baby i'm using a, her book is called tickle is pickle and i love it so i'm just giving you some straightforward things sausage wrap you enclose your shaft and your five fingers with your thumb at the top and you just stroke up and down and then you guys two fister try any basic moves and use two hands
2: that's a game changer. That
0: is a game changer. Listen, I know guys give their themselves hand jobs all day long, but they don't use two hands, which I'm not sure why. But remember, when you use your hand, it's a total game changer. You can also do the twister. So with every stroke, you give like you slip your hand and you twist it up and then you twist it back down again. Twist it up, kinda of like the barbershop pull. Oh twist yeah. Around. No, that's, that's, a, that's a great way to think about it. That's a great yeah. way to think about it. Twisting back, twisting up, twisting up. And then you can start with a pumper. You start at the base of this penis and then you stroke up past the tip. So you go. You start again at the base and then you keep repeating and you go over the tip and then back down again. Over the tip and back down again. That seems to be very popular. That is a popular one because you're touching the tip.
2: Touching. You can even the put tip. your
0: mouth on the tip mm-hmm. while you're using your hand up and down. Okay, here's some other two-handers. We already talked about the double twister. There's this cigar roller. Open hands place them on opposite sides like you're starting a fire you know slide them up and down keeping your palms straight open and go up and down rolling them together up and then back down up and then down you could also do the okay sign around the head of the penis and a downward stroke following immediately the same motion with your other hand so you just keep repeating it the okay sign up and down up and down but with both hands and then you can also do uh, an all over massage this is when you lube your hands up completely and then you massage everything which i love this idea and i do this and since i forget so this is a good reminder but we like to be massaged all over if you lube up your hands and you massage everything from his belly button down to his inner thighs glide over his skin and also pay attention to not just his penis but his balls his taint that can feel really great it's kind of a little bit of teasing and then you go back to the penis And you can also, you guys, if you want to play with the taint more, which is also known as the perineum, in between the balls and the opening to the anus, you press your fingertips or your knuckles or fists into the taint. And then with your other hand, you're stroking the penis. And for a lot of men, that can just send them over the edge. Those are some penis tips. I hope they helped you out, jumpstart your penis career, or helped you uh, kind of spice things up for yourself. Let me know if you have any of your favorite tips. You can also email us, feedback at sexism.me.com. All right, guys, we're going to get into your emails. We're going to take a quick break and we come back. It's all about you. The big O. Everyone's always asking me about it. How do I get there? I've never had one. I can only have one of my own or when I'm sleeping. Yeah, that's a thing.
2: I want that. I want that too. I want both, but that would be cool. I do
0: too. I haven't had Yes, yes, we want it. Here's the thing. We're always learning about sex, right? We're never done challenging ourselves and trying to have better sex. But the thing about it is, it's not so linear. And we shouldn't only focus on orgasms. I mean, what about your pleasure? What about intimacy? What about finding other ways to feel good? I mean, I just want you guys, by listening to this podcast and being involved with the show... I just want you to think about sex differently. There's a lot more to healthy sex than just orgasms. However, we're not saying don't have an orgasm. Yeah, or I mean, that. of course we love We love two. them. I mean, I can't guarantee you're always going to have one. But I can give you some tools to help you along the way. Thanks to our friends at adamandeve.com. They want to help you too. They do. They do. They got a big O kit. They know what the people want. It comes with a great little mini vibe, plus a special climax gel that gets everything extra tingly. Ooh. Ooh, right? It's a great combo for some ooh, ooh, ooh amazing pleasure. <laughs> they also want to give you more than the big O, which is really generous. They want to give you 50% off one of your items and free shipping. I mean, have you been to their site? They have so many toys. Like, they have more toys oh, than we ah. do. That's like my sex closet times a bazillion. All you have to do is use code EMILY at checkout and all the above shipped discreetly to your door. Can't promise you orgasms, but I can get you close. I can promise you a whole lot of pleasure and at least maybe one big O. Check it out today. You'll get 50% off almost any single item, free shipping and the free big O kit. Head over to adamandeve.com and enter code EMILY at checkout. Woo. Woo. Do it. Okay. So I know there's a lot of talk about CBD lately and I know you don't all live in California. And so Jamie's here with me because mm-hmm. I just wanted to talk to you and help you out in some of the confusion around all this talk about CBD. You guys know that mindfulness is such an important part of having great sex and you've been hearing me talk about it all the time. But I get it. It's not the easiest thing to do. We're going to tell you all about creza We love them. Mm-hmm. They develop their own line of all-natural hemp-based supplements to help you have a more enhanced sexual experience. So you guys know the best way to have stronger orgasms is to feel more in your body and to breathe. Like, I can't emphasize this enough. I mean, Jamie, I talked to you about breathing more and...
2: Oh, my God. It's like a new orgasm.
0: Yeah. you literally, like, <laughs> breathe your way to orgasm because we, like, hold our breath and we're anxious. So let me tell you about Carezza's daily spray first because I love this. It's one for men and one for women. You just put five sprays under your tongue. Okay, let's do it now. We do it. I used to do it in the morning, but okay, here you go. I'm doing it now. So, um, it's good. So, here's the thing about the spray. It contains a unique formula of organic ingredients. They support sexual function, along with Chores' proprietary nano-CBD, which is an ultra-pure hemp extract that's quickly absorbed for faster results. So, you spray it under your tongue, and it absorbs. See, this is why I've been so calm lately. I take this in I the notice, morning. I notice.
2: I can tell the different days. I'm like, I've
0: been taking it, you guys, for like a month. Combined with herb herbs. That's what they say in the UK herbs they yes. say herbs combined with herbs and essential oils that support sexual health. they do support sexual, health. and that hemp extract you go oh here's the thing the hemp extract that's the gold that's what in, it reduces anxiety inflammation and helps with your overall mood which also helps with my back pain jane Ooh, it's all the same it's all encompassing i know okay so now they also have the in the moment spray so when you're ready to get intimate you're like oh i'm not I'm get turned out, I'm gonna have sex. It's time for Kareza's in the moment spray, which is just a faster way to get in the mood. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to like light all the candles and have three glasses of wine. I, I mean, mean, still, still light helps. the candles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe one glass of wine. So it uses the same hemp extract that I talked about before, but with a whole new set of botanical ingredients to help, you know, heat things up. You just put a few sprays under the tongue. Okay, I kinda wanna do this too because I'm going on a date. Well, do it now. Do you think I should? Okay, well, I just 15 minutes it worked. Okay, 15 minutes and I've used this pre-sex and it does get you in the mood. So as always, check with your doctor before using, as always, check with your doctor before you start any supplement routine. And if you're ready to elevate your mind-body connection, go to sexwithemily.com slash That's my site, sexwithemily.com slash k-a-r-e-z-z-a today. I am so excited to let you know you can now hear Sex with Emily live five days a week on Sirius XM Radio. You'll find me in STARS channel one oh nine. Monday through Friday at 5 to 7 p.m. Pacific, 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern. But don't worry, the podcast is staying right here. My brand new radio show will have everything you love about Sex with Emily and more. Because every day I'll be interviewing guests, sharing the latest news, and my favorite part, taking your calls live on the air two hours every weekday. If you're a serious SexM subscriber, you already know how great it is. If you never tried it, get a free trial for 30 days. Just go to sexwithemily.com slash sxm. That's sexwithemily.com slash sxm today to try Sirius XM for yourself. See you there. All right, guys, into your emails. God, I love answering your questions. It's like my favorite part of the day. Always. Just go to the website if you want to send one, sexwithemily.com. Click the Ask Emily tab, fill out the short form, or just email feedback at sexwithemily.com. Always, always, always include your name, your
2: age, where you live, and how you listen to the show.
0: All right, Jamie, you want to read the emails?
2: All right. So this first one comes to us from Ertl, who's 30 in Turkey. He writes, hello, Emily. My wife and I are healthy and our marriage is healthy. We've been married one and a half years and we're together two years prior to that. My problem is my wife has an obsession about who starts first. We're having sex at least two to three times every week. She tells me whenever you desire, we have sex, but this is not totally correct. Most often we decide together to have sex, sometimes I decide, and less often it's her decision that we start. For instance, the other day I took a shower, and I had only underwear on, and I approached her for sex, but she said no. After an hour, I put all my clothes on, and she said, okay, let's do it. I said, alright, let me smoke first, took 20 minutes, and then I was ready, and then she said, we only start whenever you want. This freaks me out. What is your comment about this situation?
0: All right, Ertl, it sounds like there's some more going on here. You guys have been together for almost four years, and it sounds like she might be setting you up. She says she'll start it, and then you leave the room, and then she puts it back on you. Here's what happens with initiating sex in a relationship. I hear this often, that there's always one partner. It seems like in every relationship, there's one partner who initiates most of the time if not all the time, and then another partner who wants to or says they will, and they don't. But there is an easy fix to this, and that is just talking to her and having a talk, a healthy talk about your sex life outside the bedroom. When you're just saying, you know what, and you're not angry, you're not mad, you're not blaming, you're not saying you never, I went to get a cigarette, I went to smoke, and then you didn't want to do it, No, clean slate, Ertel. Let me tell you what it looks like to me, because Ertel, she might want to initiate like to please you but she doesn't know how and let me tell you why this happens to women a lot is because a lot of us are raised that and we're even conditioned that men start sex we might feel guilt around it we might be afraid of rejection we might have been told you know even subconsciously that that women shouldn't be initiating sex. That we should wait for guys to claim us. Maybe maybe she has some guilt around initiating, and maybe she's never done it. So the best thing is just letting her know, like what feels good to you. Let her know. Say, you know what? Um, I know uh, we've talked about initiating, but let me tell you what it looks like to me. I would love it if you initiated by me walking in the door and kissing my neck, or me walking in the door and you've already have some laundry on, or I'm sitting re-watching TV and you kiss me from behind whatever it is you have to let her know because again you guys are together I'm sure she wants to please you but she just doesn't know how so you really have to practice here to have a healthy conversation without blaming or shaming or bringing up any of the past anger because you know when we do that when we start a conversation and we put our partner on the defensive we don't get anywhere. We keep having the same kind of fights over and over again. And then ask her what it would look like for her. Like, how would you like me to initiate? You might even want to take this to the next level and ask about some fantasies or some different things you could try in the bedroom. I mean, she might not have a lot of experience talking about this stuff, but the more you really get into finding what pleases both of you, the better your sex life is going to be in the long term. Thanks, Artle, for
2: the question. Okay, this next one comes to us from Kevin, who's 39 in Pennsylvania. He writes, Hi, Emily. My wife recently told me she's no longer in love with me and wants to try continuing to live together in a parenting marriage because we have four kids together. The youngest is only three. She also said she doesn't want to disrupt the finance and schedule support we have together, but also hopes in time we will still find someone down the road who makes us each happy. Can a parenting marriage work? I'm also clueless about dating while married because I think many would be turned off by the very notion. Am I correctly skeptical that my wife is trying to have it both ways, or can something like this really work? Thanks for your amazing show. Hey,
0: Kevin. Okay, let me, let's me let talk about this for a minute. I have to say that... I am sorry that you're going through this right now because it must be really hard and hurt to have your wife say to you, I'm no longer in love with you. And then, and then to follow it up with, but we can still stay together and see other people. So... This does not work. I'm telling you, I don't often tell people to end relationships and to break up because I really think, you guys, I do think it's important to try to do your best and stay together for the kids if that can work. But right now, or, you know, to say that, okay, before we break up, let's make sure we go to therapy and we've tried everything. Because sometimes couples just don't. They get to a point, they don't ever try and it's over. But the fact that she already came to you and said she's not in love with you Um, unless that was triggered by something that happened which you know i don't know in this email i'm just gonna go off your facts here that she's already done she says she's not in love with you and uh she still wants to have her cake and eat it too i'm telling you this doesn't work kids are smart no matter how old they are even young young babies young kids two-year-old they, they know. They know what's going on. They can. They sense unrest in the home. They sense when mommy and daddy aren't in love and they're not sleeping in the same bedroom and they're not affectionate and they don't really love each other and just a working relationship. So I think the best thing you can do is to separate and show them what it looks like to be loved by both parents who live separately and then have you both develop healthy relationships on your own. I don't think that other people are going to be down with it. I mean, and I don't think that that's something that you actually want to do. I feel like she's forcing you into this and maybe even being a little manipulative by just saying, I don't love you, but let's stay together. No, I don't want to deal with those pesky finances and those four kids this is no you have to deal with the finances you have to be strong I'm not saying this is going to be easy but I promise if you guys are not going to be intimate and there's no more love in the relationship the best thing you can do is get divorced never talk bad about each other to the kids and do your best to make you know happy healthy separate homes for the children I promise you I promise you it's better for your kids and for you both in the long run
2: Alright, this next one comes to us from Cassie, who's 27 in Toronto She writes, dear beautiful Emily oh, how nice I've been in a 9 year relationship and my partner is 6 years older We've lived together for the past 7 years We're very happy, loving, good communication And have regular sex I'm truly suffering though because I just don't get really turned on by him Yes, that means I don't orgasm I do on my own and honestly feel I could easily with someone else. He's so into it and fulfilled, but I just can't seem to get that same buzz of excitement. I've tried ways of mixing it up and I'm very playful and still enjoy the act, but it's not really satisfying or deep. This is something I've been working on since the first year. I'm afraid maybe I've just never been sexually compatible with him. Although he's happy, I've never cheated, but I have felt sexual energy from dancing with guys that is way hotter than any intimate moments with my long-term handsome partner. Help, it makes me so sad. Thank you for your time.
0: Mm. All right, Cassie. Okay, so here's the deal with this. This is what I always say to people. When they are in a long-term relationship and they no longer feel the spark, I'm like, well, how was it in the beginning? That's always my first question. And they're like, oh, it was great in the beginning. It was great. And then I can work with them. But the fact that you are telling me that you never had it in the beginning. You've been working on it since the first year? I'm not sure it's gonna magically change after eight years. Now, you might just be over it completely and maybe you're in your head about it and you know, or maybe you're just ready. Like it sounds like you might be, but I I mean, the only thing I can say is you've been with him for nine years since you were 18. So essentially I'm gonna guess that he's maybe your first real love. I mean, 18 to 27. So maybe you just have, you know, it's time for you to get out and it is time for you to meet some other people. I mean, I like to say that you guys can work on it, but it sounds like you've been trying since the first year. And if you've been trying with him and you've actually said to him, you know, babe, I don't feel our spark as much. Like, Let's try to work together and see what we can do to turn each other on. Like if you've actually tried with him and it still hasn't happened, I think that then maybe it is time to to move on or maybe you're just desiring sexual energy from other people. But either way, which happens, you guys, this is why... I am not a huge fan of getting married before you're 30. I think our 20s are really made for time that that we should be figuring out what we like. Sexually, in a partner, in a relationship, it gives us more time to explore who we're growing into, what's important to us as adults, and it sounds like you just haven't had that time, Cassie, and I want you to have that time. Nine years together is a long time, and seven years living together. So I think unless you're ready to bring him into trying one more time and say, listen, I'm not feeling the spark. What can we do? If you've already done that, it doesn't work. Then I think it might be time to move on. I really do. That's my advice. It's hard to say, but yeah, it's really hard to conjure up chemistry when it was never there in the first
2: place. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Bless her heart. Uh, Bless her
0: heart for staying for nine years. It's a long time to try to make things work. It Mm -hmm. is. And you must be very frustrated right now. So...
2: And if you can feel sexual energy just from dancing with someone else, then, then. you know that you're capable of You know you're it.
0: capable of it. I and mean, this is what happens a lot in long-term relationships when people are like, oh, I don't have a sex drive, I don't have a sex drive, and then they meet someone else and they have it. So pay attention to your body, too.
2: Okay. This next one comes to us from Taylor, who's 24 in South Dakota. Hi, Emily. I love your podcast and I'm hoping you can help me. I was recently left by my fiance. We were together for five years and he left me for another girl. I'm now dating again, and I'm having a hard time with the guy that I'm seeing. we have been seeing each other for about four months, and I'm ready to be official with him, but he doesn't like labels. I feel like that this is just an excuse for him to sleep with other women. His roommate told me that I basically am just a prolonged booty call, and when I brought it up, the guy I'm seeing said that that isn't the way he sees me at all. I just don't know what to do. Is my past making me paranoid?
0: Hey, Taylor. Okay, listen. Here's what I think. You were with someone for five years, again, much like our last email, much like Cassie. You were with him from such a young age. I'm going to assume he's your first love and you were together for five years and then he was your. you guys were engaged to be married and then he left you for another woman and that is a lot of heartache. That is really hard to deal with and you have to rebuild trust again. You have to figure out who you are without a man in your life. So I would say... Take some time on your own. No, I don't know if the roommate's lying to you. The guy's not going to say, "Oh, my roommate's right." I actually do think you, you know, that he's a booty call. But I got to give this guy credit. He's telling you, "Listen, when someone tells you something like this, you got to believe them." He's saying to you, uh, "I'm not looking for anything." He doesn't like labels, so it sounds like where you're at in your life right now. When you do get into a relationship, and I don't think it's now, Taylor. I think as much as we think it helps to get under to get over, as they say, have sex with someone else to get over our ex, that's a temporary fix. That's a band-aid fix. You could keep swinging from one relationship to the next in your 20s, 30s, but I really think that this is really important for you to Figure out who you are without a man. Maybe you get into therapy because there, it sounds like you, the, your past might be making you have less trust in men. It might be making you more paranoid that every little move is going to, is gonna you know, you're worried that they're out with someone else. And so until you go to deal with these core like issues that you have around trust and even just around what you want from a partner, I don't think that you should be dating right now. I think that that's... Just an important step to take because then you're going to find yourself in a few years, you're in relationships and you're still not going to know who you are. So I want you, please to take this work, you know, make sure that you're 100% confident on your own. Don't fall into those patterns of like, I need a man to complete me or I need a man to feel whole because here's what happens when you're with someone from 19 to 24 or like for, you know, all those really formative years, 18 to 25. I mean, it's like... Of course, you're craving that energy again from a man because that's what has filled you up all these years. It's almost like an addiction in a way. Like that energy made you feel whole, but it's really not about that. You have to, I'm telling you, do this hard work right now and just say no, say no to dating, hang out with your friends, build a full life, build a community around you. If you meet someone, great, but I wouldn't make this your goal to try to date someone and lock them down right now.
2: I really want you
0: to focus on yourself, Taylor. This is the time to do it.
2: Okay, this last one comes to us from Ashley, 25, in the U.S. She writes, Dear Emily, when I was younger, middle school and high school, I would masturbate once or more a day with a very loud vibrator. I recently found out that my brother and parents heard me almost every time. My brother acts super uncomfortable around me, my dad doesn't know how to even look at me, and my mom tries her hardest to make me feel guilty. I never did it with the intent of others knowing, but I feel like I ruined their lives. I almost feel like I sexually assaulted my family. It's really hard for me to keep living with this guilt. I feel like if I was never born, my brother and parents would have been much happier. I'm sure this has happened to a lot of people, but I really did use that vibrator quite often and have probably scarred them for life. I'm going crazy over this, and it's consuming my life. Help.
0: Ashley, we all read this here, and I just want to give you a hug, sweetie sounds like you're having a lot of distress over this. And listen, you're a young kid, use a vibrator. It was loud. I understand that's a little bit embarrassing. But I also think that you're taking this to a really extreme level that isn't true. The facts are... Yes, you used a vibrator when you were younger and they heard you. That's not comfortable. I get it. But you did not, you did not sexually assault your family. And I think that if they really are teasing you about it all the time, then they're blowing it out of proportion as well. And I feel like maybe you're creating this to be a bigger thing because you feel some guilt around it. But I really don't want this to consume your life. You really did nothing wrong. I mean, they could, your mom could have come in your room when you were seventh grade and said like, hey, darling, like this is would be the ideal parent here's a quiet vibrator or we hear you, you know, but since nobody feels comfortable talking to their kids around sex, which just, oh, I wish they did. This is what happens. So for now, I think maybe you might need some therapy around this because I'm going to guess that perhaps, you know, you might feel this might have trickled over into some of the sex you're having with partners. Maybe, maybe you don't want to make noise or you're afraid that, i don't know i don't know what you're thinking about yourself but if you're i'm just picking up on your language here of sexual assault and that your your brother and your dad are uncomfortable around you i'm wondering if you just are reading into their eye movements like if they're looking away that maybe they're upset i don't know because i'm not in your family but i don't want this to consume your life um i think you could find a a vibrator though the womanizer premium It's a very quiet vibe. But again, the problem here, the challenge here is more about you reconciling this with your family. And if you're still not sure, you could talk to them one-on-one. I know that sounds mortifying and embarrassing, but I really feel like it's your family And if you want to have a healthy relationship, there could be some talking to do to clear it up because I really don't think it's as crazy as you think and as much of an impact on other lives and yours as you're allowing it to be. So you could also get some therapy, like I said, and talk to the professional about how to handle the situation. But I really think that you're going to be fine. You already are, Ashley. Thanks for the email. Thanks everyone for the emails. Such great emails today. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. I love you all. Thank you so much for supporting the show. Thanks to my amazing team, Ken, Michelle, producer, Jamie, and Michael. Was it good for you? Email me, feedback at sexwithemily.com. So if you've been listening to the show, it should be no surprise to you that women typically last longer to orgasm than men. This, my friends, is called the orgasm gap. And now there's something you can do about it. It's called Promescent. And trust me, this stuff really works. Promescent is an over-the-counter topical treatment that enhances men's ability to last longer. No pills, no prescriptions, and no questionable claims. Developed by urologists, Promescent isn't your typical delay spray. It's absorbed into the skin instead of staying on the surface, so instead of numbing everything, it leaves you with plenty of sensation. Enhancing your experience is easy. Just apply to the underside of the penis before sex. It's FDA compliant and clinically proven to help men last up to 64% longer. And because Promescent gets completely absorbed, it won't transfer to your partner. It's time to close the orgasm gap, don't you think? Try Promescent for yourself. Just go to sexwithemily.com slash enhance. That's my site, sexwithemily.com slash E-N-H-A-N-C-E today.